0: السلام عليكم ورحمه الله وبركاته الحمد لله <تصفيق> الحمد لله وحده صلاة والسلام على من لا نبي بعده اما بعد قال الله تبارك وتعالى في القران المجيد والفرقان الحميد بعد اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم ان اول بيت يوضع للناس للذي ببكه مباركا وهدى للعالمين فيه ايات بينات مقام ابراهيم ومن دخله كان امنا وَلِلَّهِ عَلَى النَّاسِ حِجُّ الْبَيْتِ مَنِ اسْتَطَاعَ إِلَيْهِ سَبِيلًا وَمَنْ كَفَرَ فَإِنَّ اللَّهَ غَنِيٌ عَنِ الْعَالَمِينَ صدق الله العظيم وقال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم تابعوا بين الحج والعمر فإنهما ينفيان الفقر والذنوب كما ينفي كما ينف الكير الخبثة والحج المبرور ليس له جزاء إلا الجنة هو كما قال عليه الصلاة والسلام My dear respected brothers and elders We find ourselves at that مبارك time of the year where Alhamdulillah we find already some have departed and many more are going to depart to the house of Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala to fulfill that commandment of Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala. In many ways is unlike any other commandment of Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala. Because of Islam the five farais of deen the mannerism in which Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala has commanded and portrayed in the Quran Karim are very similar with the exception of this commandment of Hajj. When it comes to Iman, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala mentions in the Quran, Ya yu'ladina amanu aminu, that bring Iman, Aminu, direct commandments. When it comes to Salah, aqimu Salah, that establish direct commandment from Allah Subhanahu. Wa ta'ala. When it comes to Zakah, atu Zakah, establish Zakah or give Zakah, direct commandments. When it comes to fasting. A slight difference with the mannerism of commandment, but kutiba alaikum that it has been ordained upon you. It has been written for you. But when it comes to commandment of Hajj, the mannerism in which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala brings forth Hajj, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala begins with some Tashkil, with some invitation, with some desira creation of desire within our hearts. That where is it that you are going? this commandment that Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala is going to give you this encouragement that Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala is going to give you this is no ordinary place that Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala is 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 calling you that Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala says inna awwala baiti wudi'a linnas that this is the first house the choice of the words of Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala that not this is the first masjid but this is the first house the word bait is used why did Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala choose the word bait in English they say home is where the heart is it is natural for every one of us to have our hearts attached to that house when a person is out of his house he's uneasy he's in some difficulty until he returns back to his house in fact rasulullah mentioned as safaru min al azab when a person is traveling then he's like he's going through a portion of azab a portion of punishment he's not used to the bed that he's going to be sleeping on his clothes are not easily available everything is not where it used to be he is go, goes through some difficulty, goes through some hardship until he returns back home. Once he is at home, then his heart is at ease. Then he is content. Likewise, my dear brothers, every second that we have separated from the Baytullah, from the House of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, that heart will continuously yearn. That heart will continuously desire to go. To go where? to go home and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mubarak that not only is this place blessed but it grants blessing are you going to this house immediately you will become mubarak you will get barakah yourself what barakah rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam has mentioned in the hadith that tatabi'u bayna al haj wal umrah fa innahuma yanfiyan al faqr wal dhunub such barakah is kept in the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala subhanallah that they destroy hajj and umrah. Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam says continuously follow up hajj and umrah with one another. Continuously go to the house of Allah subhanahu wa taala for hajj and umrah. For verily they destroy poverty and they destroy sins, like how a furnace removes. Uh, so impurities from iron someone might say that when it comes to the, the journey of hajj it is extremely expensive the prices are exorbitant definitely this is the case my dear brothers. then unfortunately the prices are extremely exorbitant yet when you go to the house of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with the exception of those select few people my dear brothers that you will look at this person and wonder financially how did this person come here physically how did this person come here the person cannot even stand up straight he cannot stand straight yet he is carrying someone on his back this my dear brothers is an indication of that yearning and an answer to the call that Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala gives gives when Rasulullah when Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala commanded Ibrahim Alayhi Salatu wa wa'adhdhin fil nas bil haj yatuuka rijalun ala kulli damir yatiina min kulli fajin amiq that you give the command give the adhan Ibrahim Alayhi Salatu he had to give the adhan after building the Kaaba Musharrafa and he invited the people to the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, you give the call, I will fulfill the commandment. And many a times when you will go, you will see a person, you ask that person, how did you come here? My personal experience that I was sitting across, this was many years ago, I was sitting across a brother on a flight going for Hajj. This brother was looking very agitated. I got up to go toilet in the night. When I come back, I see this brother, he's looking at me. Very agitated elderly gentleman. So I asked him, Uncle, are you okay? Everything, okay, are you probably nervous of flying? He says, so in very broken colloquial English, he replies, hey, last cave I had was Durban Station. Need a scave. Didn't know I couldn't catch a scaif on the flight. So I say, Maf, uncle, but you know the, how these flights are. So I say, I'm thinking to myself, he's calling it Durban Station, not even airport. He's using the word station. I say, uncle, it's the first time flying. He says, yes. So I ask, Uncle, what do you do? So he tells me he's a car guard. I say, Subhanallah. So I said, I want to hear your story. You're a car guard on your way for Hajj, Subhanallah. They said, I asked him, how did this happen. You are going for Hajj. He says, subhanallah, every time I thought to myself that I was going to save some money for Hajj. It never materialized because as we know, Wakaka doesn't earn enough to be able to save even for the next day, let alone for a journey. That is going to cost tens of thousands of rams at that time. He says where he was a car guard, there was an elderly lady who had not completed hajj yet, but she was not physically capable to do so. So she told her son that he must go for hajj on her behalf. But because of his business commitments, even though they were financially capable, his business commitments did not allow him to go for hajj. So he said he thought of the person that he's seeing every day in front of him. And he tells this person that you, here yeah, I'll pay for your entire Hajj journey. You go. It's not how much we have. They say when it comes to the commandments of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala, you do not look at J, but you look at Ghayb. Do not look at your pockets, but you look at the unseen powers and the unseen treasures of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. We should have that desire, every one of us, to go to the house of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala again and again, as is the desire of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. And to suggest that if you have to go again and again, that you will deprive of somebody, someone else, of going. That is an insult to the treasures of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's treasures are unlimited. Whoever goes to the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they are Allah, they are Rahman. They are the guest of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's treasures knows no limits. How many people will come to the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will see to them that they will be taken care of and that they will be facilitated in his house. So for some of us, unfortunately, this year, it may not be possible that we go for Hajj maybe too late but this does not stop us to begin our journey towards the house of Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala Al-Hajj ashhurum ma'lumat faman farada al Hajj fala rafath wala fusooq jidala jidalan fil Hajj wama taf'alu min khayrin ya'lamuhullahu wa tazawwadu fa inna khayrat taqwa we can begin that preparation for the journey of Hajj and the first thing that we should do my dear brothers is pack our Patkas. What does it mean a patkos? The road food. The food for the journey. Start packing it from now. Don't worry, it's not going to go off. What patcos? What road food should be packed from now? What azawwadu fa'inna khairadi prepare for your journey the commandment of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala after the commandment of Hajj. That prepare for the journey and the best preparation you can do is taqwa. Those who want have want this heart to be to go home. They want this heart to be linked to that place that they call home begin preparing for that journey from now and what is taqwa my dear brother the quran kareem allah subhanahu wa taala mentions that who are those who have taqwa alif lam mim dhalikal kitab la rayba fihi hudallil muttaqin this kitab this quran there is no doubt in it and it is a means of hidayah for those who have taqwa those who have taqwa those who believe in the unseen those who have iman in the and don't look at jayb look at ghaib you have iman in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala you have yaqeen in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that whatever Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wa say whether it conforms with our intellect or not we bring iman in that does not mean for 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 us iman at it is not intelligible that you cannot understand it. No, it just means that certain things we do not have the capability of understanding. But definitely, whatever Allah Subhanahu wa Taala and Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam say, that is true, whether it conforms to what we are seeing or not. For example, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala says, "Yamhaqul Allah riba wa yurbi sadaqat That Allah Subhanahu wa Taala obliterates interest, and Allah Subhanahu wa Taala causes charity to increase. Person will think to himself that I, if I have hundred then I lend it to my brother, I and mean, in a few weeks time, I have 150, and my money has increased. But at the same time, it says, if I have 100 and I give 10 10 rand in charity, I will have 90, and my money has decreased. This, my dear brothers, is the dictates of Iman bil Ghayb, is that we bring Iman in the words of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. That may increase physically. We might see that 100 ran becoming 150 riyal, but that would be a means of our downfall how many uh, an empire was built on riba and allah subhanahu wa ta'ala caused it to crash how many a nation was built on interest and allah subhanahu wa ta'ala caused it to crash how many a nation completely interest free outwardly it would seem that they have nothing but they have happiness they have contentment of heart what they are what they have the capability of doing would little those who apparently have or not cannot cannot even do that so this is what is meant by iman we bring iman in the words of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and iman in the words of rasulullah thereafter allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that they establish salah the choice of words of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is not that the person reads his salah those who have some knowledge of the language of arabic when you're speaking arabic you ask a person did you read a salah you know, Asim, have you established the Salah? Did you say, "Have I saluted the Salah?" Did you read your Salah? But in the Quranic Kareem, nowhere we will find Allah Subhanahu wa Taala saying, Wa you saloon the Salah?" That the people read the Salah. But what does Allah Subhanahu wa Taala say? Wa you quimoon the Salah?" "Aqim the Salah." "Wa aqim al-Salah tatarfay min Nahar." Establish Salah. There is a difference, my dear. What is the difference between the two? One is reading Salah is what we do. Sometimes we will read Salah at home. Sometimes we will read it in the Masjid. Sometimes we will read it on time. Sometimes we will may read it after the time has passed. And when we read our Salah. When we say Allahu Akbar, where does the mind go? A person is the example, a light hearted incident. You see that one per, one person was that the, the Imam he read Zohar Salah. And after the Salah had completed had, had completed the Imam there was some demit among the Musaleis whether the Imam read three or four salah uh, four Rakats. So it's one person that stood up and said with conviction, Imam Sab, hundred percent you read three Rakats. So people ask him, How can you be so sure? What makes you so sure? He says, No, every day in Zor Salah, I have four shops and every day in zar sala i make account take accountability of each one of my shops i have accounted for 3 of them the fourth one is still left so definitely only the three unfortunately this is what the our, our what level our sala comes that we are standing in front of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala but our heart is everywhere but on allah subhanahu wa ta'ala so this is not what is desired of us but what is desired of us is that we establish our sala aqimus sala that five times salah in the masjid with jamaat with takbir ulah with proper concentration and devotion, the then we will find ourselves from amongst those Allah Subhanahu wa Taala says that they have established salah and they are from amongst the muttaqin. And then when our the salah reaches that level, then we will find that the the promises that come with salah. The promises that come with salah, Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala will give it to us. And a very, very important promise that Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala gives to those who perform the salah: Inna salah ta'tanha anil wal munkar. That salah prevents a person from immodesty and lewd acts. And we find, unfortunately, the last few days now, this entire month, unfortunately, has been branded a month of immorality and lewdness. The word that they are using and what they are using this entire month to promote. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala save us and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala save our progenies. That a person cannot even go simple grocery shopping without being bombarded with immodesty and lewdness with not just any form of haram but the worst forms of haram. Not just what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has described in the Quran and Kareem as the immodest. That when in Lut Alay salatu wa wasalam, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes mention of his nation and he speaks to his people and he asks them, the people of Lut alayhi salatu wa was salam do not want to elaborate it, but unfortunately we will have to elaborate what is being promoted is that a relationship between two people of the same gender where they are telling us <coughs> that it is okay for a man to be attracted to a man a woman to be attracted to a woman not only that they have made it even more complicated that you cannot even tell the man that he is a man or a woman that he is a woman or you cannot even tell a child that he is a boy or he is a girl allah subhanahu wa taala save us but when muhammad ali sallallahu when he spoke to his people about this act what did he say? He didn't say that you are doing something immoral. He says, This word, this word alif lam means the. It says you are doing the min al alamin. Before you, no one else had even had the audacity to even traverse such a shameful act, <coughs> such a haram act, my dear brothers. That Allah Subhanahu wa Taala our. <laughs> that when they didn't make Tawbah from such an act, Allah subhanahu wa, wa ta'ala made the top the bottom, made them turn them upside down, and when that wasn't enough, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala rained stones upon them. Yet we find that this act is being promoted today, <coughs> not just being carried out, not just being promoted, but being encouraged to the point that a person who commits such an act is now virtuous and not only if you commit the act but if you have to dislike the act then you're just virtuous why this is why it is extremely important my dear brothers that a person when he involves himself in salah when he establishes his salah he comes to the masjid then a person he himself will be safe from immor- such immorality and Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala says "And not only should you be in, should not you be punctual with your salah but also command your children to be punctual with your salah. Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala says, about Ismail Ali Salat was Tabi Ismail Innahuka na Saudi al Wadi waqah nabiyah waqana yammuah lahubi salatiwa Zak. Pleased Ismail in that way. Ya Amanu not only for ourselves to protect ourselves, to protect our Iman, but for us to protect our children and our progenies to come. The only way we will be able to safeguard ourselves for all the immorality that is around, my dear brothers, is that we come to the masjid, protect, bring ourselves into that environment that will that will be conducive to our iman, and we will listen to the talks of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala and the words of Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Then our iman will be increased, and we will recognize haram as haram, and we will realize. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has prohibited certain things. So coming back to that ay. Alladina yuminuna bilhib when you claim a salah. The first step is that you bring iman in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the second is that you establish your salah. Thereafter Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that whatever we have given this insight, he spends in the part of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. If you look at the choice of words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, again the word ma, wa mim ma'a, this ma, word ma in Arabic, it is am, it doesn't refer to anything specific. So normally when we hear of spending, what do you think about? We think rains, watchers, watches, huh? that we have to spend that in the path of Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala. But Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala hasn't only given us wealth. Sometimes a person might say that I don't have any money so I don't have to spend this doesn't this part does not apply to me Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala. yes we must spend that in the path of Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us ta'ala has given us time even that has to be used in the path of Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala And the aya ha antum ha'ula'i tad'una li tunfiqu fi sabilillah 'alimat 'alima razil tasir al kabir mentions is going out in the path of Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala making some effort of deen making some effort so that the masjid can become full making some effort so that my iman can become established Making some effort so that my salah can become established. This is what fa inna taqwa. The journey for Hajj begins with this. That we bring taqwa in our hearts. Like the poet says, agar dil me Muhammad nahi to Kaaba ko That if you do not have the love for Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam, we do not have that ittaad of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. Then forget about going to the house of Allah subhanahu wa taala. Forget about going to the Kaaba musharrafah. If every morning we cannot leave our beds and come to the house of Allah subhanahu wa taala. for for fajr salah then what point is it that we spend hundreds and thousands of rands to to undergo the journey to the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when this house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that is available for us for free is neglected the desire to visit the house of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala begins with the journey to this house of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that five times a day like hajj is for us once in a lifetime five times a day it is for us for us to come to the house of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala or to read our salah five times a day so inshallah we will all make this effort inshallah we all will have firstly have the desire to go for hajj continuously if we have done hajj then we'll make this intention that we'll go for but my dear brothers, the desire for Hajj to visit Ka'baitullah with the desire to visit the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Not just visit the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, but make an effort that the house of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will be filled five times a day inshallah Like we had the, 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 the Alhamdulillah, the masjid is full for Jummah salah. Let us make that effort that how this masjid can be filled with Fajr salah as well. Then we find that whatever they are trying to indoctrinate in our children, in our youth and in us as well, we find Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala will not only protect us from it but Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala will turn the plan against them. Otherwise, my dear brothers, if we are not if if we do not take into consideration our five times salah or what is wajib upon us, my dear brothers, then it will be very difficult to ward off whatever is taking place out there. So let us fortify ourselves. Let us build that fort around ourselves. Come to the house of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala. Inshallah, then we find that Allah Subhanahu wa Taala will take care of whatever immorality and whatever lewdness is taking out taking place out there. BarakAllahu alaikum.